This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's go to the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. Wait, you may not have to be the only one to cancel plans. Go ahead. I'm sure other people will have to Including the guy in the line. Well. Yes. Jamel White, former Browns running back, friend of the show, joins us. Hi. All right, Jamel. I'm good. And yourself, my man? I couldn't be finer. Thank you very much. Oh, you don't want to say hi to me? You're mad at me because I couldn't do the postgame show yesterday because I was in quarantine? No, you, no I'm, I'm, not even, I'm not even upset with the whole situation. I just know you left me there by myself. But that's okay. <laughs> I get it. I know I get it. I mean, it is what it is. And plus, you didn't say hi to me. You didn't make no reference to me. You, you odd sometimes. <laughs> Welcome to our life. You just right, noticed that. Hey, Jamel, do you me a favor. Me just jot this them. down first that they moved. The, the Browns game is now officially on December 17th against the Ravens, your old team. That's at 430. Oh, 430. Well, first, okay, okay. Well, thank you for sharing, but why would you have to add that last part in there? Which My one? My old team, I play, I play for the Browns, so which, which team are you talking about? I, I don't know. I, you tell me. Did, which team did you play for? Both. I played for both. Yes. That's why but you're you so conflicted in playing, these games. No, I'm not conflicted whatsoever. I'm not, I, I I'm feel not it. I feel it. I, yeah, there are times when you we start talking about the Ravens and Browns, and you're like, uh, but then you always you always lean back to being a Brown. So no, I, you, I appreciate you, you, you for that. You, you're trying to get me cussed out in the supermarket. That's what <laughs> that's what you're trying to do, Jamel. Let me add, before we get to the game, what was that like when you went to Baltimore? Was there any kind of a Cleveland feel on the Ravens at all that it used to be the Browns? And you played for the Browns after they returned to the NFL, not when they were here before. Right. I I can tell you this, man, and this is no joke. I'm not going to even lie. When I was with the Browns, the ownership treated you very well. And the crazy part is when I went to Baltimore – it was the same kind of feel, man. So, you know, obviously, you know, art, even though people don't like art, I, you know, he had something to do with that. You know what I mean? So he, uh, he made it a, a, a player friendly environment by the, by the way he went about things. Him and um, Steve did. So I, I didn't have a problem, man. They treated you good. That, out of the organizations that I've been at, the Browns in Baltimore treat the players the best that I, I that I've been at that I've experienced. Wow. So is that and of course the learners. What was it about fo- the learners that made from, them? It, yeah. What what made them great to play for? I knew it from art. The learners are 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 Al, are <laughs> Mister Learn. Like so, so playing for the learners was like, dude. He would come to all of our meetings. He would come to like the Saturdays before games and kind of talk to us about certain things and just how much the Browns met to him and Cleveland in general. Like he, like he was that type of guy. And if you ever needed anything, you can literally go ask him 
in the building, or if he wasn't in the building, it would get back to him, and he would do whatever. I came from a Division two school, man, and this dude took so much interest in me to where on Tuesdays, only thing he wanted me to do was just go to um, MBNA at the time and just talk to some of his executives. <laughs> and um, he looked out, and he looked out for me. He's just like Jamel. Just go talk to him about hard work and, you know, playing football and what it takes to get to where you got, where you came from. And that's all that man ever wanted from me. Wow, that's awesome. And so, and so I, I did that for him, man. It was just like, uh, it was awesome just to play for it. It was awesome just knowing him, man. Like being in the same room with him, you wouldn't know that he had any money. <laughs> you, you would, you wouldn't know he had anything. He was just a great individual. I remember saying hi to him one time, Jamel, and and I I it caught me off guard, and I'm guessing he had no clue who I was, but I went up to him and I said, you know, hi, hi, Mr. Lerner, and he was owner of the Browns at the time, of course, and I'm covering the team. Hi, Mr. Lerner, uh, Jeff Phelps, and he went, sure, Jeff, how you doing? And I thought, well, I, I was caught off guard, and I thought, I have no idea if he knows who I am, but by God, he sure made me think that he did, you know, and so that was pretty cool. He was, he was, I'm telling you, man, just like an individual, like he was one of, one of the best people I've ever met. And I didn't even know him for a long period of time, but just the way that he came at you and the way that he approached life and the work that you put in, it it was, dude, it was amazing. Like Steve was the same way. Like I didn't get to know Steve like that, but Modell was cool too, man. People don't. People may have whatever stories. I always say you got to go by your own experience when you're dealing with people because some people have a different experience than others. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But you also might have pissed off somebody, you know, as a person. But my experience with certain people, especially those two, it was the same, man. Like, I've never, you know, I didn't have a problem. When I first got signed to Baltimore, um, Art made it a point, him and Ozzy, just to talk to me. You know, they never went over anything about what happened in Cleveland except for, you know, they told me the truth about certain things. And I was just like, oh, really? But, you know, there's just cut me a game check. I don't care what happened. I <laughs> All right, Jamal, let, let me bad? let me turn the page on you a little bit. What did you think of Deshaun yesterday? Dude, what I've been telling you, he was going to be rusty and the expectations needed to be set appropriately. And my expectations were set appropriately. And – he did, he was not as effective as Jacoby was. It's just a reality. Do you and, disagree? No, I agree. I've been telling you this for okay. weeks. I thought oh he was going to be rusty. I said the same thing to oh you. Oh my god, Andy, stop it! Right Come now. on, you stop that. You stop you that. You stop that. <laughs> you you was on there talking about oh well when he comes back it's going to be man no if any fan thought it was going to be. A blowout yesterday just because the shot stepped in there? No, man. When you go into an NFL game, I don't care if you ain't played the whole preseason and two years out, especially, man. Jamel, I'm bringing you Q-tips because I've said the same thing for weeks. Uh, okay. I've said the you same thing I'm as done. you for weeks. We've both been saying it that hey, don't I'm have done. these, don't have Super Bowl expectations for a guy that's been sitting out for two years. Did were you left well, with I, any thoughts, Jamel? Of okay, I see some things, I know where this is going, and especially based on what he did, or were you left with a feeling of, uh-oh? No, I wasn't left with the feeling of, uh-oh, because you know what he could do. 
I mean, we, it's not like you're running into a rookie that you've never seen play on an NFL stage before. You know, you've seen him play well. So I didn't leave that there like, uh-oh. It's like riding a bike. Once you learn how to ride a bike, you don't forget. You just got to remember. You just got to get your body working again in that kind of atmosphere to where it's like, all right, I got to go jump on this bike. I'm going to be a little bit rusty at first, but if I knew how to pop a willow before, I'm going to pop a willow. It's just going to take me some time. Now, his issues, though, are mechanical, don't you think? Or what do you think? Um, I think it's – you know what? I think his issues are more um, the speed of the game. It's one thing being at practice. That's Practice is never the speed of the game. And I don't care um, how any of these players want to talk about it. When you get in the game, your adrenaline is like – Sky high. It's not the same like in practice. In practice, you're just trying to make it through a little bit. You know what I mean? You're trying to remember, make sure. But you you in the game, nah, those are those live bullets. So you you trying to make things happen faster than if you were in practice. So you can't compare that to practice. Like some of them was like, man, he had great practices. Well, that's great. That is good. But how the you, you gotta see him play in the game. And so him just stepping into a game, what was it, 700 days? Not What he did, just I expected just that. You know what I mean? All right. What happens next week against Cincinnati? Can a guy make a, an exponentially big jump in one week? I don't think so. I don't think he's going to make this uh, crazy jump. I think there's going to be things that he's going to do a lot better. I think that they're going to put him in a position to where it's not everything's not relied upon him. I think they're going to use those running backs more than what they did. You know what I mean? Like, and they're going to let him probably do more RPOs because that's what it's going to be for him. If you watched the game yesterday, like I watched the game, the Texans wasn't like even when they got in on him, they sacked him like I think it was two times or three times. I don't even know. It was one but sack. Them, one sack. Yeah. So they when they sacked him, they could have sacked him a, a other times too, but they were afraid of him taking off running. If you watch, I think it was one of the plays the DB came around the end, and he had a free shot at him, but he stopped and kind of stuttered his feet because he's thinking, man, this dude's gonna take off on me. So they're gonna use stuff like that to their advantage. So I don't think it's gonna be like this crazy change in the way that he plays. I think he's gonna play better because he has one game underneath him, but. You know, I, that's just my thoughts. I, I, I expect more of the same. I think he's going to get a little bit better, but he ain't going to be this guy that's going to come out and pass for 400 yards next week if that's what people want, if that's what people think. I know that's what people want, but I don't think that's going to happen. All right, Jamal. We appreciate your time. You know that. Big thank time. you, sir. And we appreciate well, your friendship. Well, thank you. I appreciate you guys, too. It's always a pleasure just hanging out with you guys. Why are you in the Hall of Why are you not uh, – why haven't they retired your number at South Dakota? All right, I gotta let you go. Never mind, I'm getting yelled at. What the they crap? need they need to retire your number at South Dakota. That's it. Goodbye, I gotta go. Thanks, I mean, Jamel. you're an all American there. Come on, retire the guy's number. That's retire the said. guy's number. Thank you. Thank you, Jamel. Later, man. He joined us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. You heard him say he watched Sean Watson yesterday and he didn't say, uh-oh. Did you? It's Baskin of Phelps here on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.